Well, like you guys, I have got no idea what we just watched was there. And I was watching it at the exact same time as you were. But hey, we do have a digital playoff mode to talk about for this year. Even if it didn't turn out quite good exactly. Um, But yeah, now I'm going to try and give you a light-hearted note of this. And you know, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be doing their bad marketing thinking, Oh, how can you let a free response like that? Oh, you should have looked We'll let the haters hate. Here, I'm going to give you quite a light-hearted attempt. So... Before we start, let's give you a quick rundown going into the series. So, the Sharks finished second in the Pacific Division this year by taking 111 points, while the Kings got third with 100 points. This was the third meeting between the two teams. Um, the most recent one was in 2013 in the Western Conference semi-finals, um, when the Kings won that in seven games. And in this year's regular season series, the Kings won three of the five that were played. Okay, here we go. Let's get started. Okay, so as we know, it is quite ugly to look in my uh, notes. First three, yay! Second three, ugh. Okay, right. Particularly since the first two were quite dominant results. Um, as we start in game one, in San Jose, by the Sharks taking a 6 3 victory. And all the game was pretty much said and done after that first period. 3 06, Joe Thornton got the scoring started, followed by two late period goals, actually. Then after that goal, it didn't, the scoring was quite. It was a bit of back and forth, back and forth hockey. But uh, 98, Thomas Hurtle got his first, followed by. 1956, Patrick Marlowe to make it 3-0, and pretty much game, set, match. And it was reaffirmed the second period, with at 12.57, Rafi Torres got his first of the postseason, followed by a panic goal courtesy of Mark Ebola Blasic at 16.29. Then we got, we got the mini comeback from the Kings. So LA was trying to, at this point, was trying to go, OK, we can't win it, let's at least remind them we're still here, and this is the best of seven. At 2.01, Jake Muzzins. At 6.55, Slabber Bornoff. At 13.59, Treble Lewis. So from that point, it became 5-3, so the Kings still could easily have done it. But at 9.05, Brent Burns put the game away for the empty netter to secure the victory. 6-3 and a 1-0 series lead. Now, Game 2 provided another convincing result for our boys and teal. But the Kings did also get something out of it too. I think what was quite interesting for these first two games is the Kings, even though they sort of let the Sharks get to them, they did come away with something. Now, Game 2 started a bit differently and showed the signs that the Kings were trying to make in the first game was, was how, hey, we're still here. This is not, this is not over by a long shot. Yeah, boy, was that prim correct. And the Kings actually got the first two goals off this second game. Um, quite early, in fact. Jake Muzzins got his second of the postseason at 1.51 the first period. And then Trevor Lewis balled that up at 9.33 uh, to go to the locker room with a 2-0 lead. Then after that, it was all Sharks. All Sharks. All Sharks after that. Seven goals in a row. No answer from the Kings. Let's do it. Right. Second period. 
it was 3-1, no, 3-2, sorry, after the second period. 4-25, Mike Brown take, makes it 2-1. 9-04, Rafael Torres makes it 2-2. Then, 14-45, Justin Braun makes it 3-2 Sharks. The leads it, the leads in. Go into the locker room. Right, third, it could go either way. It's now a one-goal lead. It then got, and then it all got out of control for the Kings. 108, Patrick Marlowe gives us a cushion, gets the insurance. 407, Joe Felski adds that to get his first of the year. 808, Logan Shaw gets his first of the year. At that point, it's pretty much game over. But just to be doubly sure, doubly sure, at 10.06, and roughly two minutes later on the power play, Joe Fortin gets the final goal to make it absolutely clear we were going to skate away 7-2 pictures. And, oh, okay, let's have a look at the guy's stats. Anti Niemeyer, 24 saves and 26 shots. Well, Jordan Quick, but the Kings had to make 40, had to face 40 shots, but he only saved 33. And so the Sharks, another convincing win there, despite the bad start, but again, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Oh, well, that will prove true later on. Anyway, Sharks would now go to LA with a 2-0 series lead. Okay, so we're now in LA for game number three. Um, and this was kind of the turning point for when things were about to start going wrong. So it wasn't the actual three games we... Four, no, sorry, four games games we then tanked, it actually was this one, because it was obviously was the last of the Sharks wins. Now, the Sharks are quite in an interesting position here. Um, what I always like to see teams that have home ice advantage in games 1 and 2 2, I like to see them grab the 2 0 lead so that they can then go to their opponent's home, home, home barn and go, like, well, if we only if we lose one of those two games, it doesn't matter because we st- we'll still have the series lead going into game 5 and have a chance to regain the stranglehold. So that's the position the Sharks were in. And they got into the stranglehold position by taking the victory. But it was hard work. So, Remember's got the scoring started on the power play at 360 the first period. But that would be the only goal of the game. Then the Kings would begin the pushback. They got the tying goal, also on the power play, at 4.48. Thanks to Gerald Storm. Mahini enter retook the lead for the Sharks at 9.17. Then the Kings at 7.59 tied it again, courtesy of Marion Garborough. That's how we stand at end of two. We're tied. Then, at 51 seconds of the third, on the power play, Jeff Carter gets the Kings' first lead of the game. Then, at 9.17, Thomas Hurtle ties it up. We're tied 3-3. We're going to go to overtime. Patrick Marlowe gets the game winner at 6.20. And in terms of goalie starts, Antinia, who makes 28 saves from 31 shots, while Jonathan Quick, 36 from 40 shots. So this is where the catalyst then turns, because that was a lot tougher than it was games 1 and 2. And this was to show the size of the NA Kings could be in the game for a whole 60 minutes, rather than just, oh, we'll just show up for one period and then basically go home. Even though technically we're not allowed to go home until the final buzzer rings, and then we, we can go home. So this was kind of for me was the turning point of the series, not the four games we then t- tanked. This was the turning point because it showed signs of life for LA. 
which we're about to see, because obviously by getting this overtime win, the Sharks will go back to ATP Centre with a 3 0 series lead and only need to have won one more game. Right, here we go. Oh, I don't want to relive it, but I've got to. Right, here we go. Game four. And after the first two games being convincing victories for the Sharks, it was time for the Kings to get their own convincing victory on home ice, which they did. Okay. Really, it was the second period. Again, in playoff history, we're seeing it's the second period where the Sharks go out of control. Right, first period, though. At 4.08, Marion Gorrick got it started, but James Shepard for our Sharks tied it quite late at 19.52, so we're all tied 1-1, no problem. Then the explosion happens, and I do mean explosion in black and white. Justin Williams retakes the lead for the Kings at 3.52 on a power play. But then, Mahineta ties up again for the Sharks at 8.25, no problem there, tied again. But then the explosion happens. So it's 16.07, Justin Williams gets his second post to retake the lead for the Kings. And then just for good measure, towards, with 59 seconds to go in the period, 19.01, Tyler Toffoli gets it, takes, gets a get goal and gives the Kings some insurance for two. Now in the third, they add that insurance. So just like what we've been doing in games one and two, you know, just to make double double sure this victory's in the bag, just to make double 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 sure, we'll add another one on. At 34 seconds of the third, Marion Rick gets his first of the postseason. Sharks pull one back. Power play goal for Joe Baskin at 7:36. Burnley net over the King Kings. Dustin Bryant 1832 seals the deal. Okay, so that's just it's okay. So there you go. That's just one loss. It's not that bad. Like I said, because we got. The first two wins of the series, it meant that we could have go to LA and afford at least one loss. No problem there. There. Northern Kings really did did at this point at the time, and that it was, in my opinion, at the time, was just all they've done really is just delayed, delayed fate. We'll definitely go through the, the second round. It's just we're going to have to do it in five rather than do it in four. Because no, no team can win 16 in a row. I mean, we all know that 16 is the magic number to win the cup, but nobody could do it in a row. So that was fine. Wasn't too much to worry about. As the Kings would win that game 6-3 and would make the deficit 3-1. Right, so game 5, or the forced game 5, as you would put it, like I say, no. It didn't really matter too much if we had lost one of those two games in LA, because we'd st would still have the lead, the series lead, and would still need to only be one, one win away from going to the next round. Well, unfortunately, you would have thought, being back in San Jose, bunch of the home crowd there would spur the team on. Well, unfortunately, it didn't, and the Kings actually ended up shutting us out. <sighs> As it was pretty much all done within the first two periods. 8.09 the first, Ty Tuffling, he got his second of the postseason. Then a couple, a couple of minutes later, after that, 22 to be precise, Arze Kopitar gets his first to make it a 2-0 lead for the Kings going to the second period. 
They get a very quick goal at 22 seconds of the second period, courtesy of Jeff Carter to make it 3-0. And then after that, nothing else to report. That was it. That would be the final goal. Score. No score in the third. <sighs> Let's take a look at these scores stats, because this might tell us a bit of a, a better picture than that. Jordan Quick for LA got 30 saves from 30 shots, while the Sharks had to put two net miners in. First on team Neymar. 16 saves from 19 shots base, and then Alex Stollock had an impressive 22 saves from 22 shots. So, just, oh, I just don't know what happened there. Um, we got outplayed. The Kings were, I mean, job and quick. We know from years, from previous series past in 2011 and 2013, he can be stirring the netminder. You know, and of course, he is a Stanley Cup champion. Well, the Kings did win the Stanley Cup in 2012. So, yeah. So all that's really done is meant that deficit going into going back to LA would be three two, as the Kings would take game five here by a shutout victory of three nothing. So they would go. So that means we would have to go to LA again for a game six. Right now, at this point, I don't think any of us on teams here would have thought we would even get to this point. I mean, it was possible, at least possible as I said. I mean, that win for the Kings in Game 5 there, all it really did was put them back within striking distance. It wasn't completely a done deal yet, you know. All it did was put them in striking distance. We still had the advantage, and all we need to do was just win on, on their turf. Problem solved. Easy done. But, like I said, Game 3 being the cataclysm, because that was when the Kings performed their best, and began what actually was a... Game 3, 4, 5, 6... 5 game... game... better performance, even though they did, even though they did lose Game 3, they did a lot better than they did in the first two. The Kings would win this game, 4-1, to force the... Oh, the dreaded Game 7. 4-1 win for the Kings. 5-39, Justin Williams gets the first of the game. But then the Sharks tag it in the second to get the lone goal that period. 12-26. James Shepard, second first season. Then the third is when it all got out of hand. So instead of being the second period, it was the third when things went out of hands. 11-58, Justin Williams, fourth of the first season. 30-27, Anze Kopitar, second of the first season. And a power play goal just to, to make sure. Arjun Kopitar, 14-42. So again, another one of those moments where you think, just to make double, double, double sure. Double sure. We'll add another one in. And Jordan Quick was running in net again for the Kings. 25 and 26 shots. What? Alex Stollart got 28 six saves from 30 shots. So there we go. A win for the Kings. And a tied series. Ah. So here we were. Game 7. I don't know about you, my fellow Sharks fans, but at this point, I was scratching my head, thinking, how did it get to here? I mean, it was possible. It, it was always possible, but never did I think it actually was going to happen. You know? I mean, Game 3 for me was the scare. was like, oh, because we had to win that one in overtime. It was not an easy game that was. After the first two, we were quite dominant. The third was a bit... Oh, so for me, that was kind of like the, oh, moment where, okay, well, maybe, you know, the Kings, maybe they're not out on the count for the count yet. And, um, we were proven right there. So, here we go.
Let's let's just trip a treat like a band, just rip it off, rip it off. It's a win for the Kings. I won't I'll lose the score at the end. Right, let's go in the first. You can see the tenses of this game seven, right against the first period. But the second, again, was when things X got out of hands. Despite getting the first goal of the game. And twenty eight seconds, Matt Irwin, his first of the postseason. Then after that it would be all kings. They got a power of the goal to tie at four fifty seven, courtesy of Drew Dowdy. They took the lead quite late in the period at 1839. Andre Kopitar, who's proved to be quite the dagger in this series, got his first fourth of fourth the postseason overall. Then the third, the Kings turned the heat up, tied to three, four forty. And then two empty netters for the Kings. First of those was Justin Morrell at 1753, and then Tanner Pearson at 912. Got the just to make sure goal. We've seen that quite a lot this series, you know, where the, both sides have had leads, but they've gone, do you know what? Just to make double sure, just to be double, double sure, let's add another one on. You know, because we've seen it quite a lot in those, even those first two games where the Sharks won quite convincingly. They still were, it was a bit like, um, should we just add another? Let's add, let's add another. Let's just add a number, add another. You know, because obviously we know what this team's like. It could easily come back. And come back they did to win the game 5-1 and ultimately the series. And now the questions have to then start to be asked. What went wrong? Well, I'm not going to dare answer them, okay? Because I'm still scratching my head like most of you guys are. I mean, really, that should have been a, a Sharks victory. That should have been a victory for us. And most likely would have had to then go and play Anaheim in the next round. So it would have been another tough test because we would have to face one California neighbor from the South and they would have to face the other. Um, and as we know from the years gone by, they're not easy opponents, despite being... No. The neighbours from the south, you know, south of the river, don't bother, a bit you know, but, like I said, game three was the catalyst, that was the game, because if the Kings had won that, it would have been a completely different series, and this might have stung a little bit less, because it always stings whenever you lose in a playoff series, but to lose one like this, it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt big time, for quite some years to come. But like I say, for me, Game 3 was the catalyst. Because by the end of that, because even though we did get the win, it was like, yes! And then it was like, oh! Because that, for me, was like, oh, okay. Here's LA showing that actually we're not down for the count yet. You know, we, we, there's still a chance that we could maybe do some damage. And they did. Um, but they did it the hard way. And, oof, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know my fellow TL, TL supporters, it should have been us, it should have been us. But yeah, that's what we're going to be saying the whole summer while the Kings get to go on and skate into round two.